The epistle lesson for this week is found in the seventh chapter of Romans, verses 15 through 25a. I do not understand my own actions, for I do not what I want. I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree that the law is good. But in fact, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells within me, that is, my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I do. Now if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do what is good, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inmost part, but I see in my members another law at war with the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Well, one of the things I thought about when I read this passage of scripture just this morning, I remembered my mom used to always say that when the devil started messing, and when God starts blessing, the devil starts messing. <laughs> so, but another phrase that even more popular than that is one that probably many of us can remember is the one that uh, Flip Wilson, uh, who became famous in the 70s, would say, the devil made me do it. And I think one of the reasons that Flip Wilson became so popular was because he was naming a struggle that every one of us can identify with. He was naming the struggle that Paul talks about in this this passage of scripture. And what Paul says about it is, the sin that dwells within. Now I know we don't use the word sin very much anymore in our day and time. Uh, For some of us it's merely anything that separate us from God or causes a breach in our relationship with God. And regardless of how we view sin, nothing changes about the fact that there are things about us which each of us can say, I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. And that thing, whatever it is, we find that we can't do a thing about it. And we certainly can't fix it. In our nonviolent communication uh, process group last week, we talked a lot about those things within us that, you know, we started out in our 20s and 30s thinking that, oh, someday this thing is gonna be gone. And we find that here we are in our 60s and 70s, and the thing is still hanging around. And we finally get to the place where we realize that there's nothing we ourselves can do about it. 
So what Paul describes for us in this text is one of the frailties of our human existence, a frailty that is so embedded in us that we not only blindly perpetuate things in ways that we just don't understand, but also one in which we fail to recognize how in an attempt to support ourselves or to, to benefit ourselves, that we at the same time are perpetuating things that oppresses or abuse others. Who will rescue us from this body of death? If we go back to the sixth chapter of Romans, I do believe that we will find the answer to this dilemma. Paul names it as sanctification. So if you look at verses 19 through 21 in the sixth chapter of Romans, we find these words. And you, having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. For just as you once presented your members as slaves of impurity and to greater and greater iniquity, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness for sanctification. Since the sin or the sins that trip us up tend to be different for each of us, the best we can do for ourselves is to remember that our sins are forgiven and remember that in all our efforts to do right, that just as the law which has to do, not, has to do with our doing was not able to bring justification, neither can it bring sanctification. So who will deliver us from this body of death? Who will rescue us? Who will rescue us from this thing that comes over us, pulls at us, gets us all twisted up inside? The Word of God tells us that this can only be dealt with by the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ in our lives. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thanks be to God. It is the power of the Spirit of Christ within each of us who leads and directs us away from the power of that thing, whatever it might be, that so easily besets us. It is the power of the Christ within us which enables us to lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely to us, who enables us to run with perseverance the race that is set before us, Look into Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding his shame, and has now taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.